Welcome to Ted in Your Head, the podcast created exclusively to help you transform your thinking to show up powerfully and authentically in your life and in your business. Your host is Ted Moreno, certified hypnotherapist and high performance coach. On this show, we talk about how to tap into the power of your mind, release bad habits, eliminate fear and the limiting beliefs that may be holding you back. We dive deep into cultivating the success mindset that you need for a life of abundance, health, and happiness. Let's check it out and welcome your host, Ted Moreno. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Ted In Your Head podcast. I'm your host, Ted Moreno, certified hypnotherapist and high-performance coach. I've been in private practice for 20 years, and you know what I do. I help people with their stinking thinking, help them change their minds using the tool of hypnosis. In case you don't know, when you're in hypnosis, you're awake, you're aware, you're fully in control, and you feel really, really good, and you're in a high state of suggestibility, so when you're in hypnosis, we can use the power of suggestion to help you think the way you want to think. And if you're thinking the way you want to think, then you're getting what you want to get. Does that make sense? (laughs) So look, if you're not getting what you want in life, give me a call. We'll talk. I'll tell you how to do that a little bit later on. We'll have a little phone consultation. But for now, let's get into today's podcast. It might not be up to you. What am I talking about? I'll tell you. I was having breakfast this morning with a couple of friends. We were talking about how we met our significant others. One of my buddies had known the person he was dating for a while, and then one day just asked her out. She said yes. The other met his wife at the gym. I met my wife at my brother's wedding. She had no connection with my family or the family of the bride whatsoever. She came to the wedding with the nail lady of the bride, the lady that does the nails for the bride, right? Who, interestingly enough, I was supposed to get up, get set up with. So I was supposed to get set up with the nail lady, right? The nail lady was hung over at the wedding and went to take a nap in her car. And when she came back to the wedding, she locked her keys in her car. When the wedding was over and everyone was going home, my wife-to-be was still there while the nail lady was waiting for AAA to get her keys out of her car. My wife-to-be and I started talking and the rest is history or our story or whatever you want to call it. All of these occurrences happen by chance. I mean, what are the chances, right, that I'm going to meet my wife miles from where either of us lived at my brother's wedding when she wasn't even supposed to be there? And then the whole keys locked in the car. I mean, none of that was expected. These circumstances just showed up for all for me and my two buddies it wasn't up to us i believe you may have heard my story of how i became a hypnotherapist i was in a dead end job and my team and i were sent to a one day seminar that was off site the person leading the seminar said that she was a hypnotherapist so speaking to her privately during a break i expressed interest and she suggested that i visit the hypnosis Motivation Institute in Tarzana, California. Now, although I had heard of HMI and had seen the advertisements for the hypnotherapy program in magazines, I took no action at all 
until she made the suggestion. And a day later, I signed up for the program. Was it just chance that I met this hypnotherapist at some random seminar miles from where I lived and worked? But that meaning changed the direction of my life. But it wasn't up to me. I used to be fully invested in the idea that I was the master of my destiny, the captain of my ship. Today, I'm not so sure. I'm much more willing to believe now that a lot of how my life goes is not up to me. I don't think this necessarily goes against the idea of free will or the idea that we can manifest our desires, set goals, and make stuff happen. The undeniable truth, though, is that we don't always get what we want, as the poet Jagger said. Maybe, though, we do get what we need. If you hold an acorn in your hand and look at it, that acorn will give you no indication that it has within it the potential to become a giant oak tree. However, there's some intelligence in that seed that under the right conditions allows it to sprout and grow into a massive tree. I think human beings are the same way. Certainly there's an intelligence within us that is above and beyond our own intellect, knowledge, and comprehension. For instance, the intelligence of our bodies that keeps our heart beating, our lungs breathing, our organs in balance, and allows our bodies to heal. A lot of that inner stuff is not up to us. It just seems to happen on its own in the right way most of the time. It seems clear to me that the experience of life is a combination of stuff that happens and stuff that we seem to be able to make happen through our, in, our intentions and actions. I mean, it's, it seems obvious that stuff will happen that we didn't expect, as well as stuff that we plan for, right? So the point I want to make is that there's a lot more that's not up to us and out of our hands than we might think. Now, I don't think there is some master plan or destiny that we're locked into and have no control over. I do think that there are forces out there that we don't fully understand. Things that seem to happen randomly by chance or coincidence could very well be these forces at work, as if something's guiding us and leading us to where we need to be if we can tune in and listen. Some people might call it divine will. Others, universal intelligence. Others might call it intuition or the small voice within. Call it what you will. It seems to me that we would want to try to work in collaboration with these forces instead of against them. An acorn seed, after all, just becomes an oak. It can't resist or try to be something else. But it's different with us humans. We have a tendency to overthink stuff, make things more complicated than they need to be. We try to force things that are not ready to move and not take advantage when conditions are right. We also have a terrible habit called denial of not seeing what is right in front of our faces and responding accordingly. So how can we align ourselves with this inner intelligence if indeed it exists? Before we talk about that, let's talk about the cost of not being in sync with intuition or inner guidance or divine will 
or whatever is out there that might have a bigger plan than we can understand. I think the cost to not being connected to that is anxiety, loneliness, despair, fear, and a sense of separation. We can end up struggling so hard and grasping so tightly to our expectation of how we think it should be that life becomes a grind and no fun at all. The pressure to live up to societal expectations is more crushing now than ever. The psychological manipulation to get us to consume is not only ubiquitous, but more insidious and sneaky than ever. We are literally worrying ourselves to death and crippling ourselves with anxiety to try to become what we think we should be. But maybe that's going to just happen naturally all on its own and organically by itself, maybe with a little help from our imaginations. Maybe, just maybe, it's going to be all right in the end. And we don't have to worry so much or be so scared. I'm not advocating belief in a higher power or universal intelligence, although that wouldn't necessarily be a bad thing. Nor am I suggesting that we throw our hands up in the air and abdicate all responsibility for our lives and say, there's nothing I can do about it. I'm simply suggesting that we take more time to listen to our own inner guidance and allow things to unfold on their own and in their own time. How can we do this? Well, we need to slow down. We need to take time away from television and news media and social media and all the distractions that keep us from being in touch with ourselves. We need to get more in touch with the flow of life within us and without us. We need to get outside more and avail ourselves to the power of life. Meditation, yoga, prayer, reflection, journaling, going to therapy, going on retreat are all ways that allow us to get back in touch with the life force within and be present to its guidance. Lastly, we always need to be working on becoming our best selves so that we can have the clarity and awareness to recognize the signs. The signs that life gives us that say, opportunity tune here, or this way, or stop, or turn back, or keep going, you're almost there. And we need to cultivate the energy to follow the signs. I really believe we are connected with everything out there because we don't have a life. We share in the one life. And some of the things that we've taken away from science, such as quantum physics, suggests that everything affects everything else. Therefore, I believe that we can affect the universe with our thoughts First, by being clear about what it is that we want, and second, by taking the actions necessary to move things forward. If we can do this with faith, trust, and confidence, and maybe a little calm, then I believe we can increase our ability to be shown what to do, and then we can relax and enjoy the ride. 
You've heard it before. It's not about the destination. It's about the journey. The destination is the same for all of us. Death. No one gets out alive. The question we have to ask ourselves is how can we make our time on this journey meaningful, fulfilling, and as enjoyable as possible? I think we can do that by adopting the perspective that we don't live life. Life lives us. I heard something really cool the other day. Life is not happening to you. Life is happening from you. You're emanating the signal to which all life is responding. That's a totally different perspective than life happens to me. We can try trusting that if we let go of grasping so hard and be more open to the subtle nudges and promptings of life, that life will take us where we need to be. I haven't fully figured this out, but so far it feels right to me, and I wanted to share it with you. I hope at least I've given you something to think about. I want to remind you that I'm posting the text to my podcast now at tedmoreno.com slash blog. So if you come across one of my podcasts and wish you could read it, that's where you want to go. If I can help you let go of anxiety and worry and have a little more trust and faith that the universe has your back, then feel free to request a complimentary consultation at tedmoreno.com slash contact. We'll talk about what's going on. I'll answer any questions you have, and we'll explore if working together is the best path forward for you. Here's a quote by Richard Bach from one of my favorite books of all time. Your only obligation in in any lifetime is to be true to yourself. That's from a little book called Delusions, The Adventures of a Reluctant Messiah. Check it out. It's available on Amazon.com. Thanks so much for listening to my podcast. I really appreciate your time and attention. I look forward to speaking with you again soon. Goodbye and take good care of yourself. Thanks for joining us on today's episode of the Ten Your Head podcast. If bad habits, fears, and limiting beliefs are keeping you from the success you want, then it might be time to change your mind. To learn more about how Ted can personally help you win at life and business, visit www.tedmoreno.com. That's www.tedmoreno.com. And we will see you next time on the Ted in Your Head podcast podcast.